0: The June 28th primary is coming quicker than you might think, and it's going to leave you with a whole bunch of choices. Of course, the ballot is not, um, what's the word I'm looking for, Um, certified yet, so we don't have the exact who's who uh, It's going to be on the ballot. Uh, But a lot of people filed, Uh, there's objections being filed to those people who filed. Uh, so there's still some things that have to take place here, but uh, we've got names that uh, are uh, potential uh, contenders against incumbents, and uh, that includes all up and down the ballot from who's seeking the nomination for governor to who's seeking the nomination for secretary of state and so on, even all the way down to the local state house level where you've got uh, what seems to be a, uh, a race for uh, the 95th house district. Kent Gray joining us now. Uh, he is uh, challenging incumbent state representative Tim Butler uh, for that particular House seat, and uh, he's in studio with us on Springfield's Morning News. I'm Greg Bishop. Kent, thanks for taking time with us. How are you?
1: Thanks for being uh, inviting me, Greg. It's great to be here this morning.
0: Absolutely. So let's get into it. Uh, for people who don't know who Kent Gray is, they may have heard the name over the years in politics, but uh, lay it out there for us.
1: Well, uh, I've been involved in uh, Springfield area and Illinois politics for basically the last 35 years, my uh, adult life and uh, worked for the house and senate staff here in springfield over the years going back a long ways and worked about eight presidential campaigns most recently working for donald trump's campaign as his state director in illinois and missouri back in 15 and 16 i'm the guy who brought donald trump to the prairie capitol convention center I'm the guy who announced his arrival on stage, uh, which is a funny story in itself. But uh, uh, he had a great time that night. We had about eleven thousand people in the convention center, and uh, he was very proud that it was more people than Elton John.
0: That's right. I remember that night. Uh, I was watching it remotely, and uh, even just watching it through the screen, I was like, "My gosh, it's pretty electric in there." Yeah. Uh, and it wasn't just supporters, by the way, no, who showed up either. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, there were uh, there were some people who just wanted to see. At that time, uh, a reality TV star who was pretty big in the politics for a first foray. So that was kind of fascinating to see. Um, So let's get into now why you decided to to challenge an incumbent Republican state representative as a Republican.
1: Yeah, Well, I will tell you, you know, I spent 18 years uh, on the Lincoln Land Community College Board, which covers all of of Sangamon County, uh, was chairman and vice chairman out there. So I've covered I've been an elected official in Sangamon County for a long time, grew up in Chatham with the Chatham schools. And this particular year with the remap, we've had some major changes. Obviously, Mike Murphy uh, left the house to make way for Avery Bourne. Then Avery Bourne decided not to run and run for lieutenant governor. Uh, And then Representative Butler, uh, Tim Butler, who I've known for 30 years, good guy. But uh, he's decided to kind of change districts from the district that goes up to Peoria, where he's been for the last six years, and basically swing around to this new district that wraps around kind of the south end of Springfield, which is my uh, home where I grew up and uh, i just thought this was the year to run Uh, tim and i get along fine but the reality is he is very anti-trump and i'm very unhappy with his uh two year ago tax vote to more than double the illinois gas tax and then have it go up by a penny each and every year going forward i think that we are putting some of the wrong republicans into office and uh, i think we need to make some better choices
0: we're talking with Kent Gray. He is running for the Republican nomination for the 95th House District here on Springfield's Morning News. I'm Greg Bishop. And uh, Kent, you know, one of the um, things about that uh, that tax increase for, for motor fuel back in 2019, uh, it had pretty broad bipartisan support. W- what does that say for all the other Republicans across the state that supported that?
1: Uh, they all got a piece of the action and they all got bought off and in a very legal and legislative way. But the reality is... The Democrats do a great job in this state of picking off Republicans uh, against their core principles uh, on issues that we shouldn't be voting that way. And I know the argument is, oh, we needed, we needed a project here, or we needed whatever. But we're talking about a billion and a quarter in new taxes just for gas every year forever till your kids and your kids' grandkids, or until they change the law, forever. We already have one of the highest gas taxes in Illinois, and it's now going up every single year by a penny. And because of the way we put the sales tax on it, we've now jumped from the third highest gas tax in the country to, depends on the week and the day, the highest gas tax in the country. And I tell people all the time, Missouri has the third lowest gas tax in the country. And they say, well, their roads are not as good. And I'm, I'm here to tell you, I've driven across Missouri six times in the last couple of years. Their roads are great.
0: Well, and I know when I go to Missouri to see my family, um we fill up in missouri yeah uh, and uh, we might uh, grab some other items too uh here and there uh so there's some uh, s- some real consequences especially for those communities uh, that are closer to the border, and I think that that's uh, not something that can just be dismissed. Uh, Kent Gray with us. He is challenging uh, State Representative Tim Butler in the June 28th primary. Of course, the ballot has yet to be certified, so we'll, of course, uh, follow all of that as that happens, but uh, he has filed, and uh, we'll see uh, ultimately how that uh, how that stands on the ballot. Uh, but uh, Kent, we also have other issues with Illinois. Uh, outbound migration. We lost mm-hmm. a congressman Um, We in the past uh, census lost 18,000 people, but different estimates show it could range from, you know, 100,000 to 400,000 over the past 10 years, let alone the recent studies by like Allied Vans that says Illinois had the highest percentage of people leaving the state compared to people coming in. What's happening? How do we fix it?
1: Yeah. And I love this state and I love Springfield. I was born and raised here. Uh, This is my hometown. But the reality is my father's now in his 80s. My mother's passed away. My children are in, you know, middle school and high school and so over the next eight years i've got to make my own decision on what i'm going to do and unless illinois makes some changes there's really no reason to stay and be one of the last ones around to turn off the lights and just pay taxes to make up for all the bad decisions that were made over the last 30 years by democrats and some republicans and so my issue is i'm going to try to fix it uh while i'm while i'm here for the next several years and i hope we can make some inroads in that so i never have to leave the state that I love, but I'm here to tell you, I can't tell you how many friends I have that either full-time live in Texas or Arizona or Florida now, or they live there 51% of the time, all the high wealth individuals that I know in Springfield, Illinois, that are friends of mine or acquaintances of mine are now residents of Florida or one of the other states or another, in one case, another country. Why? They don't want to pay Illinois' taxes anymore. Now, they come back and they live at their lake house or they live at their Illinois Country Club house or they live at their Panther Creek house uh, a few months of the year to see their friends. And then they catch up with their other friends in Naples, Florida. But we cannot have this brain drain, this entrepreneurial drain from every single city and town in Illinois that are going to other states.
0: What do you think are going to be some of the uh, top issues heading into uh, the November election, let alone the the primary?
1: Well, I do think it's going to be a good year for Republicans uh, as things are shaping up. I mean, we're going to be talking about Mike Madigan and corruption in Illinois and how horrible that is. But, But folks, when you go into the polling place, you make these decisions to put these people back in office. And I'm sorry to say, you've been making some bad decisions. So you need to probably think about it a little bit more. If you're unhappy with the way government goes in this state, make some different decisions. So Madigan, corruption, taxes, efficiency of government, roads, all kinds of things. They're gonna, they're gonna come up at the state level. I think in the primary race, uh, it's gonna come down to me being a very strongly pro-Trump individual, Representative Butler not liking Donald Trump at all. He's basically the Adam Kinzinger of the Illinois House of Representatives. Um, the gas tax issue is gonna be a huge deal. Is vote to uh, support uh, D.C. statehood in the Illinois House. Why get involved in these things? The energy of the Republican Party in Illinois is all about Donald Trump and basically fighting back against the swamp, whether it's the D.C. swamp or the Illinois swamp.
0: If you were to get the nomination, secure the seat in November, um, you know, the question about Republican leadership in the House, I mean, Butler's uh, uh, an assistant majority le- or uh, an assistant minority leader. Right. Um, so if, if, if he's got the characteristics you say aren't savory in your opinion, um, what does that mean about Republican leadership? Should there be a change in the House when it comes to well, Republican leadership?
1: Well, and I've known Leader Durkin for 30 years. I mean, we've we've, we've been involved in politics for a very long time together. Um, I'm open to whatever ends up happening on on leadership. There's a lot of different things that will be moving around. <clears throat> I will tell you. Uh, that Leader Durkin is also not a fan of Donald Trump. And and they don't have to be a fan of Donald Trump. That's not where everybody has to be. But you have to recognize that basically all the Republican Party voted for Donald Trump in 16, with a few exceptions. And then in 2020, he garnered 5 million more votes. He's very popular with the Republican Party and he's very popular with voters nationally. Now, Joe Biden obviously eked out a 43,000 vote win in 2020. But there is a very serious dichotomy in the U.S. right now, and the leadership of the Republican Party needs to realize that there is some serious unhappiness with their leadership. That's true of Leader McConnell in Washington, D.C. It's true of Leader Durkin uh, in Illinois. It's true of assistant uh, super minority leader uh, Tim Butler because the reality is we're not making any gains in the House and Senate because we keep dealing away these core principal issues uh, just to pay for another bridge somewhere with some politician's name on it or whatever. And if we do that with core principles, we're never going to take back Illinois House and Senate and then eventually the governorship.
0: Kent Gray, he is challenging State Representative Tim Butler, the incumbent for the 95th House District. He joins us here on Springfield's Morning News. I'm Greg Bishop. And uh, finally here, Kent, um, uh, when it comes to the, the gubernatorial race, uh, we've got, I think, what, like seven or eight different names yeah. on the, yeah. the that could potentially be on the ballot. Uh, Have you come to a
1: a conclusion as to who you are going to support? No, I have not. I actually went to the Gary Rabine was in Springfield last night and I went to an event uh, for him, uh, kind of a meet and greet. I've gone to an event with Darren Bailey. I've met uh, Paul Schimpf. I've met I went to Richard Irvin's event when he was in Springfield a couple weeks ago. I am honestly still kind of shopping for who is going to be my gubernatorial candidate. Um, I'm glad we have choices this year and I hope the the voters appreciate the fact that in this rep- representative race they'll have a couple choices between you know two good Republicans but two very different folks uh, within the parameters of the Republican Party
0: and again just give us uh, I guess the elevator pitch uh, who is Kent gray and uh, why should you get their uh, vote
1: well I've represented uh, you folks for uh, 18 years on the Lincoln Land board here in Sangamon County and covering a district that's about 15 counties um, I did my very best to hold the line on tax uh, rate increases while I was there um, worked hard to keep tuition down and provide good uh, good services I think I've been a long time uh, official in this county and I look forward to serving in this representative district
0: well again greatly appreciate it I don't think this is gonna be the last time we talk good to meet you Thanks, and uh, we'll definitely connect again soon in the near future all right wonderful it is the WMAY morning news feed and I'm Greg